everyone, and welcome to episode 8 of Travel with K&D. My name is Crystal. Hey everybody, I'm Drew. And this is our third episode in our walkthrough series. Um, today we're going to be talking all about Hollywood Studios, um, which some of you may know as MGM Studios. Uh, for those of you who are joining us as this uh, as your first episode listening to us, this is a podcast where we talk about um, mostly Disney World uh, and Universal Orlando travel. We sprinkle in a little bit of Disneyland and Universal Hollywood in there as we go, but we're really more experts in the Orlando area. Yep. So, um, Hollywood Studios, like we said, some of you may originally know it as MGM Studios that have been around the Disney World for a while. Um, it originally was actually an active film TV production, had animation facilities, a functioning backlot. It was a mm -hmm. real movie studio back in the day. Yeah. Um, now you can just kind of act like it is. Um, if you do go out and visit Hollywood, that one is still a working, um, I guess that's Universal Hollywood. Sorry, I'm kind of mixing them all up. That one is still a working, <laughs> uh, um, film back studio backlot. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of cool that you still get that movie feel. A lot of this is kind of like uh, like the heyday of movies, like the Marilyn Monroe era. Yeah, it's kind of morphed that into feel. that since they've gotten uh, a little bit away from the uh, the MGM era. Uh, there's a couple little nods to the, the MGM uh, park uh, still and some statues and stuff that are around, but they've definitely gotten away from that um, in the recent years, it kind of went through a bit of an identity crisis for a little while and they're starting to kind of get it back it's on track. It's starting to kind of find its identity yeah. here, but, yeah. um, the big sorcerer's hat is no longer there now. Right. It's that Chinese theater. That's more of that main icon. And of Thank course, God for that, in my opinion, the towers, I love the Did sorcerer's you? hat. I, I love like, the sorcerer's I didn't hat. I like the sorcerer's hat. I <laughs> thought MGM in its heyday for me was like original MGM studios. Give me, you know, the backlot tour with Catastrophe Canyon and, you know, the uh, uh, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids playground. Oh, and, man, I have pictures of that with me man, screaming my head man. off because my brother tortured me. And I remember, thing. like, my first Hollywood experience. Yeah, my first uh, MGM Studios experience um, back in the day when they had the they had like the giant bee. Uh, in the backlot tour oh, yeah. that they would pick like two kids, you know, and they would jump on the back of the bee and like show how they reenacted or, you know, show how they filmed it and all that good stuff, man. I loved, absolutely loved uh, that era of MGM studios, even when it turned into, into Hollywood um, and they pared down the, uh, they pared down the backlot tour and, and put in uh um, lights, motors, action. I still really, really love lights, motors, action as well. That was that was probably one of my favorite live Disney shows. Yeah, now that's gone. They've yeah, done gone a lot. Well, this yeah. this park has gone through a heck of a, a lot, a lot of changes over yeah, the years has, for sure. Um, and it's really becoming something where I mean, honestly, when we lived in Florida several years ago when we were in college, mm -hmm. I, it really wasn't my favorite park. Like there was like. The couple things that we would go to do, like rock and roller coaster and a right. couple other things. And then it was like, a, eh, okay, this is like a half a day park. But now it really is something that we want to go to and spend all day. And yeah, there's definitely the, the, the right amount of stuff to do um, to, to make it that, you know, back to that full day park for you. I, I've always loved it. I think it's always been... Uh, there, there was, it got a little, uh, you know, it wavered there for a little bit in the middle in terms of being my favorite park, 
but uh, I think it's back up there. Um, in my opinion, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Um, I've I've you have can't even say I've seen all the Star Wars movies at least once because I haven't. But uh, I mean, they did such a good job with that land, and of course, we'll get to that later. But it's so immersive that whole area that it really does transport you and and help make it, you know. You you can respect the area, I guess is what I'm trying to say, and 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 appreciate what they right. did. Right. I mean, and you learn that each one of the four parks is. I mean, they're all individually themed, of course. You know, right. Magic Kingdom's all about the magic. Mm-hmm. You know, with the name and all of that, and Epcot's all about uh, the world and the communities and um, the earth and and land and sea and right. and Making things an like that. There, yeah. yeah, and Epcot's all about learning and growing and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, Animal Kingdom, obviously, that one's all about the animals. Um, you know, so Hollywood Studios is really all about the movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a really what goes cool... into it and that peek behind the curtain. Yeah, it's about yeah. really stepping into it and feeling like you're a part of right. of that creation of it, not just watching it but being in it. Right. Okay, so kind of digressed there a little bit. Whoops. <laughs> Squirrel. Uh, yeah. Hollywood Studios has eight main areas, so we're going to kind of walk through those. Uh, you'll hear our son Nolan kind of chime in here and there as we go through. Because um, there's definitely some things in Hollywood Studios that he, he really liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm here too. <laughs> so uh, let's start off. You walk right into Hollywood Studios. The first thing you get is Hollywood Boulevard. This is that old school Hollywood that right. really takes you back to like that golden age era of it. And you feel like Marilyn Monroe is going to come around the corner. And it's it's really like that cool, nostalgic, like, you know, for us that are, you know, I always hate to say we're millennials, but, you know, that millennial <laughs> generation where we weren't around for that, but it's still kind of cool to experience it. And there's like, it looks like an old school camera shop, which is right. absolutely amazing. Um, That's where you can kind of go to, you know, see some of your photo past photos and that, but like I can you used to just, be able to buy film there too. You used to be able to. I remember, and they used to have like this really old was school sponsored by Kodak and everything video camera there, and yeah. I just thought it was so cool to see like the technology from the past. Right. Um. There's a Starbucks there, which mm-hmm. funny enough, the last time we were there, we were rope dropped Hollywood Studios and we were like man I need some coffee and immediately we smelled it which that's just Disney magic for you right there it's like they do that on purpose I know and we the the cast member heard us that was right there and he's like Starbucks is right there behind you and it was so camouflaged we didn't even you didn't even know it was Starbucks yeah they did such a good job but they had uh, my amazing cups that I absolutely Mm -hmm. love there which I'm gonna have to link in the um blog so make sure you check that out they're yeah, like those, a really cool ceramic, ceramic 50th anniversary ones i love them awesome yeah i, I use them, them every day yep. <laughs> um but it's really cool so you get things um lots of shops there at the very end all the way at the end of this walkway uh road is the chinese theater and that's where mickey and minnie's runaway railway is it's a really cute um ride I wanted to say show. I'm just going to bite my lip. I don't like you it. You don't like Mickey and Minnie's. It's... I, I, I'm i a great movie ride guy. I, I, yeah. I, you know, you, if you've listened to past podcasts, you already know I'm I'm all for like the live action, 
you know, actors and actresses and, you know, the spielers and things like that. And, you know, anytime that gets, uh, you know, kind of gets taken away, you know, you'll, you'll lose a little bit of the magic and it's just another, the I don't know. The animation's kind know. of weird because it's kind of like a mix of like old animation with new animation. Like the Mickey and Minnie's kind of odd to me. It's not like. It's the new the style. More, it's the it's new, new style, style Mickey. Yeah, it's, it's not the like the more rounder yeah. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse Mickey, which yeah. would be my preference in yeah. there, but I still think it's cute. It's I edgier. still think it's worth yeah. going on. Oh. It's definitely still worth going on, yeah. I mean, it, it, don't get me wrong. It's cute. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. I, I enjoy it, though. They did a good job with it. It's just it, it's not my favorite. Um, for the, anybody who needs assistance, too, right before you get that, because um, that's kind of like the center hub where everything kind of spokes off a little bit from there. Um, there is also usually a guest experience tent right there too. Yeah, which just is really when you're, great. as you're walking up the uh, the main drag there, it's just up off to the left right before you get to that main the main hub there. Yeah, for yep. both Hollywood Studios and Epcot, um, whenever you need help, just look for the blue umbrellas, and yes. they're they're very helpful. Mm-hmm. So as we kind of get there and we veer off to the left, because we always go left. Oh. I think you guys are getting the left-handed. theme. <laughs> Not all of us can be right, I guess. We don't know. We're not giving spoilers. No, we're not no giving spoilers. no no spoilers, dude. No spoilers. All right. He wants to make sure you're all fully prepared. Yes. No sudden There's drops. No sudden there are drops. no drops on Mickey yep. and Minnie. And it's a pretty like slow ride, but you like twist and turn a bunch. Yep. Okay. Yep. Slow ride, twist and turn. So yep. yeah. Okay. No, no more. All right, no so let's walk along to Echo Lake, and this is going to be home to a lot of awesome and iconic restaurants that you come to know and love at Hollywood Studios, like Hollywood and Vine and the 50s Primetime Cafe. I've Both heard are... nothing but good things about 50s Primetime. Yes. Yeah, I've heard a lot of really, really great things as well. Um, it sounds like you really can't go wrong with either menu. Um, couple Make sure different... you do put in reservations, though, because yeah. those can uh, book up very quickly. Yeah. And uh, one of my absolute favorite uh, things um, at Hollywood Studios, attraction show, whatever you want to call it, uh, is in the Echo Lake area. And that would be the Indiana Jones uh, Epic Stunt Spectacular show that just came back just uh, came november back. i think yes um i was so excited i was almost brought to tears um you know being able to experience that with nolan as as dorky as that sounds um when we were there at christmas uh it was wonderful i'm sure all the uh the actors were th- as thrilled as we were to be in front of the audience as everyone was everyone was to be sitting in the audience and seeing the show again um it just it, it it's it's a timeless show. It doesn't. I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm a big. Maybe I'm just a nerd. I guess I don't know. But it never gets old. I I love it. I, I love the, you know, the surprises and the stunts and you know the pre the appreciation for you know the actors and and what you know the the stuntmen do and put their bodies through to entertain us. Um, it's it's great. I I, I love it. Yeah, and it is all outdoors, um, but it is shaded, and they do have fans yes, out, yeah, um, so it's not yeah. unbearably hot, even in the summer, mm-hmm. um, but do make sure that you kind of take a drink with you, too, and kind of sit and relax, and or a treat, and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. As you kind of keep going around yeah, in that area, uh, well, rather, right behind Echo Lake, they kind of run parallel to each other. Uh, you get the commis- yeah, you get the commissary lane, and this one's really pretty easily to miss, it this, really is. this lane here. Yeah. Um, 
One of the big things to hit, and this is another one, make sure you put in your reservations as soon as you can for this, is the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was actually a really cool experience. So um, you sit in uh, tables that are designed to look like old 50s cars. Yeah. Um, and keep in mind, this can get a little bit of a tight fit there. I, I'm glad you said it because I was going to. I was I wasn't the most comfortable person. I'm I'm a big fellow. I'll be the first to to say that I'm not a uh, I'm not a skinny guy. I'm not huge, but I'm 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a big guy. Um, I was not the most comfortable. Now they do here. have handicap versions um, of that. Yeah. That are set up a little bit differently. So if that's something that you think is going to be an issue for it, just make sure that you mention that. So yeah, that just they talk can, to your host. They can make yeah. the accommodations Absolutely. for you, and it's it's not any issues. But there are. Like black and white clips of old movies that stream, so it looks like you're at a drive-in theater. Yeah. Um, the food was delicious. Yeah, it's cool. You get that old like black and the food was very very good. Absolutely good menu selections. Um, it's kind of like the old like sci-fi, you know, black and white. And when we went. We it had two really kids cool. with us. One eight, one six. None of them had seen these movies. No. I well, mean, um... I don't even think that they realized that movies used to come in black and white. Yeah. And they were glued to it the entire time they absolutely loved it it looked like there were stars above you right um the only weird thing to really remember is kind of traffic flowed in one direction so if you needed to go to the bathroom make sure you went in the right way and then you needed Mm -hmm. to go all the way back around and it's you know a lot going on so definitely try and remember yeah i mean they have they have they have the lights dimmed in there so it's you know you can see the screen and it feels like you're at a drive-in theater late at night so you know they they have some crowd control you know procedures if you will set up set up and plan in place yeah and try and remember where you are because it's kind of like trying to find your car at a drive-in <laughs> theater really it can is, be yeah. a little tricky absolutely oh, and, um, yeah we were there with the authorities um in july yeah yeah um i think the cars were like this one row i don't remember no there was no there's there quite were two. a few rows there was of cars. like a front and back yeah. seat basically so yeah. the car that we were in had three rows and we just oh, had like right. we, two yeah. people per row we had the kids mm-hmm. up at the front um the other set of uh parents were in the middle and we sat in the back, and it was kind of yep. a great thing. All right, yeah. well, let's move on, though, because we're kind of extending this out a little bit. Um, you guys were in a different car. We're going to go over to Grand Avenue. I'm going to let you take this one, because I know this one has your one of your Grand favorites. Grand Avenue, yes. I am a huge Muppets fan. That's an understatement. And Grand Avenue is the wonderful home of the illustrious sh- show, Muppet Vision 3D. Um, absolutely love it. Um, you know, it, it's been around for a while. It's, uh, but it, it, it's another kind of timeless, uh, timeless show. Um, but you know, there, there's surprises. It's classic Muppets, classic Muppets gags, uh, you know, classic stories. Um, the area it's, it's kind of the, there used to be a really, really cool gift shop. that had a lot of Muppets, you know, stuff there, but unfortunately last time we were there, that was closed. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they're bringing that back. But you've got uh, you've got Pizza Rizzo, which the food you know the pizza is not the best in the world, but I mean it's it's you get that Muppets um, you know charm there. But you also have Mama Melrose's Ristorante Italiano, um, which I've heard really really good things about as well. Yeah, I mean honestly, there's not many Disney restaurants that I haven't heard good things about. Right. Um, and like everything, they can be hit or miss as they go. Um, you know, so if you go and you have a bad experience. <laughs> Just remember, it may be a bad Excuse day, me. but there are lots of other restaurants that kind of fall into like the same kind of yeah. menu. So you can pick something else and kind of vary it too. 
Um, but yeah, I've heard that that's a pretty good one too. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you get really right outside of Muppets, you start to see the transformation from old Hollywood into Galaxy's Edge. Yes, absolutely. And it and is it, a transformation. Yeah, it, it definitely is. There's there's kind of that hard line, but it's not like there's a giant flashing sign up in the air that says, you know, Star Wars or anything like that either. Um it's it's, it's definitely really, it's definitely obvious that you're something's happening and you kind of walk through a uh like a tunnel. walk through a tunnel basically. And yeah. you come out the other end and you are in you're Star there. Wars. Yeah. Neither one of us are big Star Wars people. I've right. seen the old movies, the first six episodes. Mm-hmm. I have not seen the new ones. It's on my list. Don't come at me. Yeah. It'll happen sooner or later. <laughs> It'll happen. You know, hey. We just haven't done it yet. Yeah. Um, But honestly, even if you haven't seen the movies, this does not stop you from enjoying mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge. It is cool. It, it is, is an experience. It yeah. is awesome to walk through. It, just the level of immersion immersion whatever the word i'm thinking of i was i'm sorry that you're, if you that want you some fun with the cast members mention darth vader <laughs> <laughs> we made that mistake when we were there and they will let you know because it is set after he is gone that he is no longer around um but there are stormtroopers it's kind of cool and they'll interact with everybody and it's lots of fun and um i love um like there's a i don't know what they call it it's like a shopping area but it's Like you're going through a marketplace that would be set in like one of the Star Wars eras where it's just like kind of tucked into little cubbies and it's different shops in each one and they got popcorn and porgs and uh, we even found a photo pass photographer that was hidden there. Um, They do uh, stick very hard into their roles. Yeah. Um, You know, so it's not Merry Christmas. It's Happy Life Day. Mm -hmm. Um. They may ask where you're from and, you know, you'll say like, oh, I'm from Indiana, I'm from Kansas or whatever. And they'll have no idea what you're talking about. Um, They'll ask what planet you're from. Um, You know, we even had one of our photographers, you know, we said it was hot out. And he said, you know, we're blessed that only one sun's out today instead of both like normal, you know. So they really kind of pull into that. Yeah, I mean, uh, that can be a bit of a double-edged sword, too. Like you have to, you know, (laughs) ask ask where the the bathroom is and they kind of play it off a little bit. Then you're like. Sorry about that. I hit a button there. Um, so and we're back. We're back. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, so. sometimes uh, you know they they can take. I don't want to say they take it a little bit too far, but you're definitely in that uh, you know in that theme, right? So if you're you're asking where you're. Make sure you make it clear that it is an emergency kind yeah, of thing. Like, like no, my, my kid's really about ready to go to, to the go. bathroom. I really need to go to the bathroom. I don't have time for you to like you know. Oh, I don't know what what the bathroom is. What are you talking about? You know, one of those things. Yeah, you know, things are called credits instead of money and things like that. Right. If you really need to communicate, just make sure that you're being clear, you know, about like, hey, no, I this is something I really need to know. And they will snap out of it yeah, and they, let they, you know, yeah. and they will be good, but they will kind of play along with the, you know, I don't know the earth terms kind of thing. So right. just as kind of a helpful tip there for you guys. Yeah. Um, this comes with um, Oga's Cantina. Um, which is a 21 and over, and we do recommend reservations for that. And I believe they keep it to a 45-minute limit of you being in there as mm-hmm. well. Um, but I've heard, um, we've had two friends that have gone in there, and they have geeked out with Oga's Cantina, and they absolutely loved it, and the drinks were amazing. 
um, Docking Bay 7. Um, that is a quick service restaurant, but you definitely do need to do a mobile order. They won't mm-hmm. even let you in until your order Correct, is ready yeah. to pick up, which is actually kind of nice because then you could go in and it's easy to find a seat and have your food. And yeah, it's not like you don't have like the random families squatting like you used to back in the day. The chicken's like, pretty guy. good in there. Whatever. The chicken was the very, very good. Chicken, I don't know what they call it anymore. It's chicken. It's good. Um, uh, even their salads are pretty good too, yeah. actually. Um, and then of course you got Savi's, um, lightsabers, which yep. is, they are expensive. Yeah. You definitely um, pay for it for sure. But they're not as expensive as I seen some lightsabers, it's an exper- it's an but it's an experience. Though. Um, yeah. and you can take one person in to watch with you. So each one of us did it and our son was able to, to be in there with us and enjoy it. So that is a yeah. cool experience. Droid Depot as well. That's another one that you can do reservations for that line can get very long, but that's also kind of a neat little thing. Yeah, I definitely preferred Savi's over Droid Depot. Um, Droid Depot, for me, it, it was cool to do once, I suppose. I, it's not like a have to do it again. It was type also of a at thing. the end of the day for us, so I think that that kind of added to the Maybe, frustration yeah. of like all the noises and everything. Right. So those might be something that you kind of want to do while yeah. you're a little fresher in the day. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good piece of advice. I mean, you you kind of look at it and you're like, if, if, if I don't know if ever any ever. Hey, holy cow, cow, I can't talk. I don't know if anyone ever did ride makers. It was kind of like the boy version of Build-A-Bear, where instead of like making a bear, you would make a a vehicle, and you'd like build the car and put wheels on it and stuff like that. I mean, that's kind of what Droid Depot was, is, is kind of, you know, the, the similar yeah, you principle. Parts type and of you build it you all pick together. Parts and, and you build it. And... Um, it is cool, but the droids do interact around yeah, the area. So, they do. And we were done with ours at closing. So, yeah, it's definitely something kind of do it more early in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it was the end of the day. It was raining, too, so we really couldn't experience that and have fun with the droids interacting with the area and stuff like that because we couldn't get the droids out. But um, definitely, definitely food for thought. Yeah, you know, don't uh, don't wait till the end of the day when you're kind of you're, you're feeling the feeling the theme park frustration. Um, there is also Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run. And without going into too much detail with those, because we are running a little long on this episode as it is. Um, so this one will be a little bit longer. So just bear with us, guys. Um, there is a lot going on in this park. Um, Rise of the Resistance uh, and Smuggler's Run really, um, from what I've heard with Rise, um, either try and rope drop it or try and do it at the end of the night. You can try and do lightning lane with it. Um, sometimes that goes a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love Rise, though. I honestly feel like it's probably one of the best attractions out there right now. Right. It is is absolutely incredible. I mean, obviously, with everything, you're going to have to kind of uh, decide for yourself how long is worth the wait for you. Um, We're a little, I guess, kind of spoiled. So our son has the DAS pass. So for some of those, we're able to wait on those lines outside of them instead of just standing there um, because of his disability. Um, you know, so us saying, you know, like, hey, a two-hour wait for this isn't a big deal. I understand that we're a little bit different in that. But it is a really, really cool ride. Um, and that's one of those reasons why, if that's something that's really on your must-do list, I would definitely recommend trying to rope drop it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what, that's that's kind of what everybody does. Is they, they make a beeline for, for rides, for sure. Um, and just keep an eye on it throughout the day. Um, same with Smuggler's Run. I think that one's really cool. Um, I really love that ride when you have a group of six. Yeah, because absolutely. It will, they'll put single riders with you or however many they need to fill out the six because you do need all six. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will tell you without um, 
giving away too much. Make sure you listen to instructions and you all work together. Yeah, absolutely. You, it's not one of those where you can just kind of tune out. You have to pay attention to the way the story develops and the instructions that you're told to follow and things like that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, your ride experience relies on, on that. It's an yeah. interactive ride. This yeah. isn't one that you just experience. It's, it's you what participate. you participate. Yeah, for sure. And it can go as long. It can go longer uh, depending on how, you know, how well you follow directions and how well the pilots do, or it can be short and you can crash and you wait for everybody else to finish. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely cool. Um, yeah. All right. So let's move. Uh, as you exit Star Wars, you get into Toy Story <laughs> Land, and this is you kind of being shrunk down to toy size. Yeah. Um, there is Woody's lunchbox there, um, which again we've heard that there's some pretty good food there. Mm-hmm. We've we've always had in our past kind of like favorites that we've always hit, and now we're really focusing on experiencing new, new things yeah. that we haven't. Because I mean, even in our hometown, we get stuck in the no, I really like this place. This is where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of venturing out. And doing some of those. Yeah, Woody's Lunchbox definitely has a couple, like, fan favorite menu items that we'll get into in future episodes. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. Yeah, for sure. There's, there's a lot of great options there. Uh, there is Toy Story Mania. Um, Love this it. This is a good ride. Um, mm-hmm. They do uh, wheelchair transfers, I believe, on it. Um, so it is an arcade game. It's kind of similar to um, Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin in Magic Kingdom. But it's a really fun ride. You can kind of compete against people in your own car. For those of you who are competitive, mm-hmm. um, I may or may not be in that category. <laughs> um, it is a lot of fun. Um, your arm will be tired, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's a lots of fun. Yeah. Um, there's also Slinky Dog Dash. This wasn't my favorite, but you really liked I it. I really enjoyed Slinky. I thought it was cute. Um, it's it's definitely a family coaster, so I mean, you don't expect to jump on it and you know have any crazy inversions or anything like that but i mean we sat um terry the other um the other dad that we were with uh he and i sat next to each other and neither one of us are are small like we established earlier uh we both sat in it was the last row um i'm a last row kind of guy on roller coasters i love the extra you know feel feeling that you get in the last row um but i i thought it was i thought it was fun i enjoyed it there's there was some good airtime. Uh, the launches were good. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It's not the best coaster in the world that I've been on, obviously, but uh, it's it's a cute little coaster, good theming, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. It is a lot of up and down, so if that yeah. kind of motion does not sit well with you, this may not be the ride for you, and mm-hmm. I think that might be. I think that was hitting my motion sickness a little too much with that constant up and down. But Not everyone loves a slinky. Not everybody loves a slinky. No. Um, but the it is a pretty cute well. ride. <laughs> All right, so as we kind of continue through, as you exit out the other side of Toy Story Land, you get into Animation Courtyard. Um, and this is where there's kind of a hidden gem in here that most people don't know yeah. about. And it's, um, they call it Walt Disney Presents. It used to be called One Man's Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is all about the history of Disneyland and a, the history of Walt Disney himself yeah. and how he created everything. and. There's models of Cinderella's castle and of Aurora's, the Sleeping Beauty castle out in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of really, really cool spots and little bits and nuggets of history. You can see like, like original animation mm-hmm. cells from uh, Snow White where they originally started doing like the full color animation yeah. and how they did it. Um, it's a lot 
of really cool. If you are interested in the history of how this all started, um, and I'm always one of those, whenever you get asked the question, if you could ever meet anyone dead or alive, who would that be? My answer has always been Walt Disney because I've been absolutely amazed what he created. Mm -hmm. So if that's, if you're that kind of person too, and you love that history, this is a great place. It's all air conditioned too. Yeah. It's not a sit down a great, thing. You yeah. do walk through, but you can walk through at your leisure. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a really cool thing to go check out. So definitely uh, don't miss out that. Um, a lot of the rest of Animation Courtyard is kind of just like a thoroughfare to get to the next mm. area. But definitely uh, take a minute, step inside there, check it all out. Um, it's worth at least, at least going in once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else is back there. They've got like some of the Disney Junior stuff is back there, and uh, there's the the Star Wars there's a Star Wars gift shop that's back there. I'm trying to remember what that's called. Yeah, they had a model of the um, Galactic Star Cruiser that they had there as yeah. well, uh, which was kind of neat to yeah. see. The um, my brain is just not working right now. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not it's not like a you know. There is an aerial. I'm trying to remember what that's called in there. Oh, yeah, the Disney Junior Dance and Play. Yeah, they do have that. <clears throat> yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars Launch Bay, I think is what it was called. Um, so, I mean, there, there's, there's, there is some cool stuff there to do, and it's not like a just total pass-through area, but it's definitely, a, there's not a, as much to do there as there is in, in right. other areas. But sure. it is kind of cool. Um, so then we get into Sunset Boulevard. Yep. <clears throat> um, really, this one seems to get missed a lot, too, because as you're I don't understand how people circle, miss it. I love Sunset Boulevard. Well, it's kind of like tucked off to the right. I mean, so I'll definitely post a link for a map in the blogs, but it's like off. It like veers yeah. off on the map a little bit. Um, you know, so if you don't make that turn, you don't know it's back there. Yeah, it's not like the traditional, you know, hub and spoke model that you get, you know, in layout like you get at, uh, at Magic Kingdom. It's kind of a... Oh, really it's, wonky it, it, shape. It's, it's like it. It's kind of like a jacked up queue. Yeah. And Sunset Boulevard is, is the that little stick, line of it's the queue. Stick yeah. on the queue. So I, I mean, I, I kind of yeah. It's like a squished queue. Yeah, so it does get missed. Um, this is where you're gonna find the Tower of Terror, which yep. is pretty iconic. Um, never I've, been on it. Hate I've drop been rides. on it once in my life. Hate drop rides can't do it. And I can say I've I been on like it. I feel like I should though. You should at least once. Yeah, that is my feeling. You should do it at do least it once. Least, yeah. I've done it. I don't have to anymore. Yeah. Um, you will also find the um, Derby, Hollywood Derby. I'm, I'm looking at the map right now, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, hey, how about some backstage passes? <laughs> you can talk about that <laughs> while I figure out what this uh, yeah, dining is uh, called. Sunset Boulevard is also the home of the rock and roller coaster starring Aerosmith. And um, I enjoyed this. This was actually my first roller coaster. Um, I did not like roller coasters growing up. I was a big scaredy cat. Couldn't get on them. And it was in 10th grade. I was on a high school orchestra trip. I'm so mad I missed and, it too. Um, yeah, Crystal wasn't on the trip with me. No, I wasn't 10th grade. It would have been... 11th no, grade? Was it 10th grade for me? Yeah. Okay, so it was like right when we first started. Yeah, like when we first early, started dating. Early in our early in our relationship, yeah. And uh, I was like, well, you know, I got the I got this girlfriend. I should probably, you know, start going on roller coasters because she likes roller coasters and might as well get over it. So I'm totally not the it. person that said, what do you mean you've never been on a coaster in your life? <laughs> but uh, I absolutely love rock and roller coaster. I think the theming is good. 
Um, you know, the, the, the track layout still stands up to this day. It's got some really good twists and turns. Um, Nolan went on it. Nolan liked it, right, buddy? You like you liked Rock and Roller Coaster, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was nope. very scared about um, Upside Down. Upside Down. Yeah, it does not... have inversions. Yeah. But you are locked in. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about, uh, you know, Disney is very fluffy friendly, which I enjoy and I and I like because uh, I, I I can't go on um, other park roller coasters. I, I have problems getting in onto um, roller coasters at Universal and, and Busch Gardens. And it always used to be that way. Uh, something I need to work on, obviously. But, um, you know, it's nice being able to still go on attractions at Disney. Um, you know, that, that kind of get that adrenaline fix for you, um, which is, it's cool. And I appreciate that for sure. Uh, there is also the lightning McQueen's racing Academy and that's a, like a 10 minute show that's there. Um, I think they do have like certain times throughout the day I hear the music. for it. The intro and outro music. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry but, uh, that. sorry. Yeah. We're both fighting a cold. Yeah. So. Apologize <laughs> there for a minute. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, you really have that. You also have the uh, Brown Derby. That was the restaurant. Um, and that one's been, from what I've heard of, pretty hard to get into on there. Um, they do have mobile dining on there, but I've heard that one's pretty good. That's kind of like right at the entrance to that yeah, whole Yeah, we area. haven't been able to try that out yet, but that's definitely That was on, on our, our list, list sure. when we originally planned our vacation, and then everything shut down for COVID, and then we right. had to kind of adjust from there. But we haven't made it there yet. Um, Improvise, adapt, overcome. They used to, um, and I don't know if it'll come back once Fantasmic comes back, but it used to be um, like a VIP dining experience there. Yeah. Where you could eat there, and then you got VIP seats for Fantasmic. I miss Fantasmic. I cannot come back soon enough. I absolutely love Fantasmic. They're bringing a lot back, so hopefully, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah, that's that's always a great, great night. Uh, great. I'm sorry. Great way to end the night is watching Fantasmic. Um, such a such a, such a great show. It's so cool to see all the characters and all that good stuff and the the different the storylines. Great. Um, absolutely love that. So hopefully, you know, for all those Disney uh, execs that are listening to us right now, bring <laughs> back Fantasmic. So no that's um, yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of Hollywood in a nutshell. Um, Hollywood Studios does have the Skyliner that drops off yep. there. Uh, if you're staying at one of those resorts, that's a great way to get there. Uh, that line does move pretty quickly. Yeah. It also has that really, really awesome stretch of the Skyliner when you go through that wooded portion. And it's super, it's quiet. super quiet. And you can just not say a word. And it's just so peaceful and tranquil and relaxing. It's probably the quietest place on Disney property. And I absolutely love it. There are um, also a few hotels that are walking distance. A couple hotels that are walking distance there to Hollywood Studios. They do yep. have a ferry that goes there. Um, and of course the buses, um, if you're anywhere else on property and the parking lot there, if, Mm -hmm. uh, you just feel like driving. But other than that, I think that's all we got for Hollywood studios right now. Um, Yeah. We'll get more into detail. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get more into detail and, uh, talk more about the rides, uh, at at length, uh, in, in a later episode. We wanted this just to be a quick overview and it was an overview. Wasn't necessarily quick, but, uh, when, when you have me that really enjoys and loves this park, I'm just going to ramble it time so sorry yeah for sure so be sure to check in (laughs) next week uh we're going to finish out the parks with animal kingdom and then i think we're going to dive into disney springs before we head over to universal in future episodes um because it's before we drive down i4 before we drive down i4 
But make sure you guys check us out on all of our social media. We have TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All of those are at Travel with KND. Mm-hmm. And of course, check out our website. That is travelwithknd.com. Nice and simple. Everything's all the same. That's where you will find uh, blog posts that go along with that, with a um, few links and things like that. You can find this podcast there as well. Mm-hmm. And please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and leave any comments. Um, leave ratings as well. We, we, we appreciate that. Got to get the word out. Absolutely. And, yep. and as always, guys, if you need any help planning your vacation, I am happy to help you. The best thing about hiring a Disney travel agent is it does not cost you anything extra. As a matter of fact, you pay for it in your tickets, whether you use us or not. So why not have somebody like me get up at 4 a.m. to book your dining for you? Always helpful. Um, You get the advantage of our expertise, our tips. Um, You don't have to sit there for hours going through different quotes. You don't Mm -hmm. have to sit there for hours uh, on hold with Disney when you need help. Um, And your support network, too. And my support network as well. You have a lot of resources that you have at your disposal that uh, the average, you know, Disney consumer doesn't, uh, so, which is really, really odd cool. thing this last week, Disneyland got so busy with phone calls. They shut down their phone line. They just flat out said for people calling <laughs> in that were not travel agents, you need to call back later. So only travel agents were able to call in. Actually, I'm sure that was a magical experience. I'm sure. Good Lord. Um, so just another reason Oof. why having a travel agent is a benefit to you. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. Definitely, if you guys are interested in that, there is a spot on there where you can contact me. You can get an absolutely no obligation, no cost quote. It does not cost you anything extra in there, but it does relieve quite a bit of the stress from you guys, from our own personal experience, having a travel agent on our last vacation Mm -hmm. with not having to go through everything. I'm a very hands-on person, so for me, it was kind of hard to let go of some of the reins, but it was really nice. Yeah, definitely... um... It's definitely worth it, y'all. You you definitely should do it for sure. Cool. All right. Well, Thanks we'll a lot, everybody. And yeah. See you well. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Uh, we need to switch to non-drowsy. Apparently. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, make sure you like and follow us on social media. Thanks again for listening. Hope you all are doing great. Take it easy. Bye, everybody. Have a good one, y'all.